Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Welcome back to week two of Bachelor in Paradise. This was a really long week. Like within the first five minutes of part one, I was like, oh boy. (laughs) I feel like this two-parter was an analogy for how long my week felt. And it's only Wednesday. Yeah, it is true. It has like totally been a week of like waking up thinking it's Thursday and it's Mm -hmm. only Tuesday. That seems to be the general consensus across my Snapchat at least. Yeah. So I'm glad we're all on the same page with that. Um, Before we get into the meat of paradise, Jared and Ashley got married this weekend. I have like the worst FOMO I've had in a while. (laughs) I wasn't, okay, I was not expected to be invited for obvious reasons, (laughs) but (laughs) I did get very, I just like, Ben Higgins getting to bring his, like, new 24-year-old girlfriend <laughs> to the event of my life. Like, I I was just like, what, like, why did she deserve this? I understand she's dating him. They've mm-hmm. been together, like, a year now. But it that was the hardest thing for me to see. Yeah. She's staying in a house with Ben and Dean and Nick. I mean. You've been invested in their relationship longer than she's been alive. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you were planning your wedding pretty concurrently to uh, Jared and Ashley. I was, yeah. So we really went through that together. Um, (laughs) Not a single thing of our wedding was even remotely alike. Did you watch any of the videos? From from the wedding? Yeah. I watched all the videos. Oh, I only saw one. I only saw the People magazine one. I also loved, like, Nick Vial had some fabulous stories, like, going and, like, them just, like, all waking up in a house together. And I was like, oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> like, Becca just coming over late night, drinks, mm. you know. It was tough waking up in sunny California knowing that this was also happening somewhere in the world. In Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island. I know. The I'm- most romantic... <laughs> place to get married yeah um it's not just you and me this week no we have such an amazing guest i am so excited he is the creator of nbc's darling the abbeys he has written on shows like new girl and superstore he's also the collective favorite boss of the people that we are the most closest yeah, to best friends. actually in our <laughs> in our entire world please welcome to the mic josh malmuth Thank you for having me. Thank Thank you you so much for being here. It's a very nice introduction. I hope I can live up to. I'm not sure what anything administrative I can do during this podcast, (laughs) but if there's something boss-ish. Yeah, can you actually sign my time card? I'd also appreciate if you could switch my travel. I would would love to. (laughs) Thank you. Wow, what kind of boss do you have that he's switching your travel? Well, he said administrative. Oh, got it. Yeah, no, I'm happy to do anything. (laughs) Really. Um, Josh, thank you so much for being here. Um, Before we talk about Paradise, can you kind of shed some light on what your background and what your relationship is with this franchise? Sure, sure. I'm a a relative newcomer 
to the to the uh, to the Bachelor franchise. I, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what's new? What's 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 relatively new? I Ben season was my first season that I watched. That's the number one answer we get. Really, mm-hmm. and I I I think it was because I was on New Girl at the time, and um, my good friend JJ Philbin. Uh, was watching it with with her husband and she would come in and a bunch of people would talk about it mm-hmm. and I felt really left out mm-hmm. and so I wanted to see what all the what all the fuss was about and then I became more invested than anyone else and I wanted to talk about it so much that people were like we we covered this already <laughs> <laughs> we moved on to the we, next thing we did a half hour this morning <laughs> you <laughs> You need to find other people to talk about this with. Was there a storyline from that season that you were spe- like particularly invested in? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just thought Ben was the sweetest boy I'd ever seen. He really is just the sweetest. I know. And I really wanted it to work out for him. And then, you know, and then it didn't. And you know, now hopefully he's happy. But it was, uh, it's been a, it's been, Ben's, it's been a road for him. Were sure. you a Lauren Bushnell fan? I was not. Oh, okay. I was not. <laughs> I was not. Okay. Were you a JoJo boy? I, w- I was very much a JoJo, well, a JoJo every, fan. Every boy's a JoJo boy. Well, She's perfect. <laughs> I'm a JoJo boy. Well, <laughs> I just think that, and maybe it was the way they cut the show. I'm always aware of, you know, they make editing choices to sort of push you in a certain direction. And, you know, um, those wizards over there. Oh, well. <laughs> the work they're doing. God's um, work, some might say. Uh, uh they, you know, I think maybe they cut it in a certain way that made it feel like, you know, JoJo was was slighted in some way, and then they bring her back as the Bachelorette, and everyone's on her side. And I mean, they're always they're, they're playing they're playing mm. chess, mm. you know. Oh, and oh, oh. So I think that I I'm willing to accept that I was manipulated into not liking Lauren, sure. but I didn't like Lauren. Okay. Great. Also, <laughs> and if this is too personal, steer us away. But if you did you find JoJo more attractive than Lauren, or was Physically? Yeah. Or, no, not necessarily. Just, like, as an entity. As a package. As a package. As a a total package? I think so. Yes. Yeah. She, JoJo has a confidence that I've never seen in anybody. (laughs) So true. And I I still think her season was great. But Mm. I think if there was any criticism I could make about JoJo, it Mm. was that she was almost too polished. Mm. She was so... She knew where her camera was. Mm-hmm. She just, you know, she just delivered week after week, just all these perfectly timed emotional beats. And it was kind of like, I think it robbed it of a little bit of the messiness of watching like a real person yeah. get filmed. Well, I, that's you know. why we love Hannah that's so much. That's why we love Hannah, because she's like a real girl. But I, yeah, so I'm watching JoJo and Jordan's um, home renovation show, sure. Cash Pad. And sure. yeah, <laughs> CNBC Real Estate Thursday nights. I'm there Every Thursday. It's on CNBC? <laughs> yes. Alex. Uh, I got to keep up. Because <laughs> they're flipping these homes. Yeah. So it's. Um, so it's about money, you know. Sure, sure, sure. It's actually. They're, they're <laughs> flipping it. obvious. They're flipping. Well, well, actually. Well, here is actually what happened. CNBC mm. decided to start Real Estate Thursday nights oh. as, to, as a competitor with HGTV. And so JoJo oh, and you got Jordan, a long way to go, CNBC. I know. <laughs> I know. Say it, sister. <laughs> but it is about money their show because uh they're they're doing flips of um short-term rentals so like they show their marketing plans and everything on airbnb and like how much money everyone's making every night blah blah blah. anyway my point is 
this woman was like literally put onto this earth to be on television. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it, I've never seen somebody more in their element in, in my life. No, she's, like, she's a natural. She was fulfilling God's purpose. Yes. Like yes. being on reality TV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She found it. Um, do you, is, is, been your favorite season having that been your first or god they're all so good I, so good and they're all you know they're all they're like your children you know sure. i don't How have can children you pick your i don't have children but you can't pick <laughs> you can't pick a favorite really they're all right. special in their own way wow. you know and they all take you on a on a, a unique and and, mm. and <laughs> wonderful journey i do have favorites and i do have least favorites <laughs> But they're not like my children. I feel like they're like my siblings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> siblings, you We certainly. clearly have a favorite sibling. Um, who's your favorite sister, actually, now that I have you <laughs> on mic? Um, I don't, probably mom. <laughs> she, she weaseled that effect. <laughs> well played. Well played. All right, well, let's get into it. My gosh, there is so much to talk about this there week. There is, there is. Um, a couple people went home. Yes. Goodbye, Jane. Hot sauce, Jane. Hot sauce, Jane. Baby, <laughs> you'll fi- you, you, you're not going to find your person on TV. You're not. I'm speaking to Bibby only. Many of you listening will, but Bibby will not. <laughs> she, she, she vibrates at a very high emotional frequency. <laughs> and I think... In some ways, that actually, it's harder. That plays worse on Bachelor in Paradise because it's just, there's no downtime. You're just in it all the time. You yeah, know? you can't pull back. And you're if you're vibrating that high already, it's it's going to be difficult to sustain that over. I mean, how long are they down there? Two weeks. Hi <laughs> 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 guys, I know Blake's not the best, but something he did this week really made me happy, which he admitted to them only being on the beach for three days. <laughs> Right. Like, let's keep an eye on the timeline like, here. Someone's like, Blake, what are you doing? You're messing everything up. He's like, I know, man. It's been the worst three days. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Worst half week of my life. Um, so when you say high emotional frequency, she's just somebody who like, are you saying just based on like kind of how she is as a person or is yes. there anything that she's saying? That- I think she feels things very deeply. Okay. Yes. I think she, she. When when things happen, they affect her in a deep, and 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 you know, they they hit her they hit her deep. Right, cuts cuts to the core. It cuts to the core. Then yes. what are you thinking about Annalise, who's famously <laughs> emotional and also went home this week? I think that I think that they have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. I do. Sure. Although we got to see sort of an interesting side of Annalise, uh, yeah, you know, with with the clay of it all, mm-hmm. and. You know, sweetheart of the millennia, mm. Clay. Mm. Getting, oh God, I thought you were talking about Annalise. I was like, what? Getting getting attacked by Annalise. He's just like, well, I I thought we broke up. It's <laughs> just like, well, you didn't get picked up by a football team, so clearly. And she said some really cutting things, you right? know. And I'm like, how could you say that to sweet sweet Clay? What are you doing? I love Clay. I love him. Went straight for the jugular. He gets better every, with at each screen time. He gets better, better for me. Yeah. I know. Even his shit talk doesn't work when he was just like, <laughs> I. She's asked me to be more assertive, so <laughs> I'm gonna go up to him. <laughs> and then his fighting words were, "Beautiful setting. You made a very romantic uh, place setting." For Nicole, I am sorry. I would like to spend more time with her. I'm sorry. Uh, no? Okay. Well, 
<laughs> Good night. <laughs> I hope you guys have a lovely evening together. He's like, did it, bro. I'll see I'll you at your wedding. <laughs> he's a man out of time. He should be. He's like an Edwardian, you know, turn of the turn of the nineteenth century. You know, that he that was his courtship moment. You know, yeah. just this very proper and kind and you know gentlemanly uh, air about him. Yeah, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We're getting, and we will get there. But you can't cross Clay and assume that you're going to be hanging out another week oh christian no i'm talking about i'm talking about annalee right. oh sorry oh she my had God. to go home <laughs> the minute that she did that was the second that she put a timer on herself well that and no one likes her like i'm sorry no one like like demi was demi like, yeah demi said something <laughs> quite mean <laughs> wait what did she say again <laughs> she's just you know what was it she did she was like now that Annalise is gone, we can all have a little bit of fun or something. <laughs> something like along that. those lines. Listen, I'll say this right now. I hate everyone on this beach except Demi. Like that's well, so that's <laughs> my big my big thesis coming into this mm. is that Demi has just completely stolen my my heart. She's yeah. uh she's she's so great. Mm-hmm. She has a JoJo television quality to her. It's just very, she's super funny. She seems really poised. She knows when to ham it up and mm-hmm. when to pull it back. And she's it's the point of view of, of Paradise right now. She's kind of the one who does the, the one-on-ones and is like, so here's what's going on. Sure. And I think that, uh, look, I trust her. She, I, has, she has a Cronkite sort of uh, <laughs> authority to her that I I, I respond to. Sure. I, I would leave my estate to her, basically. Mm-hmm. I would... Trust her to carry on my your, your lucrative legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting about Demi is, yeah, she's incredibly television savvy, but she's also not afraid to talk shit. Whereas mm. I feel like with somebody oh, like JoJo, she would want to come across as well. So literal. Here's perfect. the genius of, of Demi, though. She's she's talking shit, but she does it in a way that it doesn't seem like talking shit. It just seems like telling the truth. And that is sort of the mm-hmm. genius. If you if you can talk shit in a way that people are like, well, she's just she's just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Then she's just a truth teller. She's not like a bad person. Yeah, you know, she it, she does state the facts. Like she's you know she doesn't come from a place like you we're talking about with Bibby, like with just like this high emotional frequency. Mm-hmm. Like she's very very leveled, and she states facts, and then she'll talk some shit. <laughs> well, and on her season. The way that she would sort of get under women's skin was she would compliment them. Right. Mm. <laughs> she would tell them that they were good storytellers and then they would lose their Her mind. And Tracy are like friends now. I saw them together doing something recently. I don't think you can get away. Like, I think that if you I think if you are in if you spend enough time with Demi, you're probably en- going to end up being friends with her. She's dialed it down, though, since her, her bachelor season, though. Well, I mean, I think I, pretty significantly. Also, like, just I mean, the peak of like intense Demi was at the Women Tell All after right. Col- and like the girl like put the pacifier in her mouth. What was that girl's name? That girl's nuts. Oh god, <laughs> I don't even want to think about her. No, we won't, and I'll move past it. But yeah, that was like. I think everyone saw it and they were like, okay. Like, so this is like <laughs> she learns. She takes notes. Yes, she takes notes. She does. Now, having said that. I'm a little concerned about about my boy Derek. Sure, sure, sure. I yeah. don't think things are going to go so great for old Derek. I yeah. don't either. And I'm kind of bummed about it because I think Derek, Derek acts like a guy who dated a therapist. <laughs> Which he did. <laughs> <laughs> 
He said something kind of mean. Oh, yeah. Say what he said. I was like, when he gave Demi his rose, he's like, in his ITM, he was like, oh, I'm just so happy to be here with Demi. It's just like so much more fun and playful than the last one I had or something like Mm. that. I was like, listen, we're all thinking it, but to say it. We don't need to. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to bring that into it. What are you doing? Yeah, we get it. You guys aren't together anymore. Yeah. For the first time in my life. I just, you know. The way they're cutting it, you know, he's the sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You're loving him so much. It is interesting. The, they're just they're setting him up. They're setting you know? him up for something. And well, also we know from previews that it doesn't totally go his way. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem that way. No, it's uh, it's sad because he seems like a very nice, a very nice young man. Wait, I just this just hit me. There, oh my god, I just thought of this. Okay, what? Well, you're, we're saying they're setting him up for something. He's very sweet. He's gone through heartbreak. Could it be that they're setting him up to be the bachelor? I, I thought about that in the shower uh, before. <laughs> it it occurred to me that they were they were grooming him. Wow! I just I just as yeah. we're talking about it, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is what they do with the next bachelor. They're they- not having him say one. You know, one mean thing. He's just, he's just a sweetheart. He might get his heart broken. Yeah, and he, and he has gone through heartbreak. Mm-hmm. We know that he's back. He's ready for a second chance. Mm-hmm. He's open. He's accepting of Demi. He kind of looks like John Krasinski. Yes. Yeah, he does. Wow. My worldview is shattered. If Could that's, you imagine, Derek? I can. I, I can. I can too. I can too. I can too. <laughs> I think that's a great. I think that somebody who who talks like they. Uh, you know, we're dating a therapist. I think that's a perfect person to be. Because, you know, there's so much emotional parsing you have to do mm-hmm. when you have, um, you know, all these drunk women courting you. You mm-hmm. know, you have to really be nimble. And I sure. think that's why, um, that's one of the reasons Ben was so good. You know, he was mm-hmm. such an empath and he was so kind of felt everything so deeply. I think Derek could be really good. Yeah, and he does a good job taking that kind of stuff on. And then sort of putting it away. I was so impressed when Demi went up to him and was mm. just like, because, you know, for the past two episodes, they've, she's been chatting with her various gal pals about how she's um, fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she went to confront Derek about it, she was just like, I have to talk to you about something serious. It has nothing to do with you. And instead of him getting emotional or like tense, he just created, I don't know what's, how to exactly articulate it but he just created the safest environment for her to be able to tell her what's been going on he was just like okay yes i'm ready to receive it whatever you got to tell me i'm like how do you not fall in love with him in that moment i know i know (gasps) guys i'm gonna think about this all night yeah i think i think that's a possibility i mean i i assumed that peter was the front runner but i think that derek they might be making a strong move with derek wow what's a stronger point of view Somebody who's like empathic and who's been heartbroken or somebody who's fucked in a windmill four times. God, it's really hard to say. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, do they? I, I think that's the debate they're having. Wherever, <laughs> whatever layer they're in, they're, they're like, literally look, at ABC right now yeah. just saying the exact same do thing. Do we want to run the fucked in a windmill four times over and over and over again? Yes. I can see the promo now. Like he's on a, like the wind. He's like on a windmill as though it's like a, um, like a carnival ride and mm-hmm. he's like at the top and that's the poster <laughs> he has the stamina for more is the tagline <laughs> I think he's on a putt-putt golf course in front of a windmill <laughs> with the claw 
love this is like over yeah. his shoulder yeah <laughs> he just got a hole in one yeah. oh i'm bummer because now that i see the promotional uh potential i want peter <laughs> i want to now be peter um okay we have a lot of more couples to talk about but before we dive deep into the various love triangles of bip um Paradise isn't the only place right now sizzling with new partnerships. That is correct, because we are so excited to talk about our new partner, FabFitFun. Uh, for those who don't know, FabFitFun is a woman's lifestyle subscription box. It's filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, and tech products, and it's sent straight to your doorstep every season. Uh, each box retails at $49.99, but if you use our promo code BACHELOR, you'll get $10 off your first box. That is only $39.99 for a box that's valued over $200. Yeah, and Sarah and I just received our fall box just in time for this dwindling summertime season. It came with so many amazing things, you guys. It came with a plush ultra plaid scarf. It's so cute and it's so soft and I can't wait until it gets, I don't know, 60 degrees in LA <laughs> so I can wear it. Um, got Wander Beauty eye masks and a traveling yoga mat, which has been so helpful to me because I've been traveling a lot for work recently. Yeah, uh, and I had a meeting this morning, no big deal, um, <laughs> that I really needed to step it up for. So I used the Tristique Mini Eye Essentials for a chic makeup look and the Babel Bar Farah Ear Crawlers to glam it up. So basically, I she's all that in myself. <laughs> Guys, this is an undeniable deal. Again, you can get your first box $10 off with our code BACHELOR. Now, back to the beach. All right, Blake, Hannah, Dylan. Ooh. <laughs> well, I think interestingly, the second episode, a Tuesday's episode, didn't really touch on them very much. It was really confined to Monday's episode. Mm -hmm. um, I think that God, Dylan's killing me, mm. killing me. Mm. What in what sense, killing you? He's gotta just, he's gotta pull back. Oh, okay, you know? okay. So you're out of the Dylan pull back. Yes, I mean, you just you can't. You, I mean, may, you know what, what? He's 24 years old or whatever. Yeah, you know? they're all really young. <laughs> he's very young and he seems like a sweet guy, but you can't, you got to pull back there, Dylan. You know, he's saying these crazy things, you know, or I you know I thought we had this incredibly strong connection. It's like you've, you've known her for 72 hours, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you just, three days. you can't, you can't put that much pressure on her. You're only going to push her away. I actually really agree. And I feel like the internet is like, Dylan's so amazing. And it's, it's not that he's not amazing, but he all like, you don't, you are not entitled to this relationship. Not. You don't own her. Like, and you're not there yet. And so I do agree that while I like him a lot and I think that he's sweet and a, I'm sure it would be great, a great partner. I'm like, yeah, you need, you well, do. And need I think that's why it. Hannah seems kind of mystified. Like I'm just doing what the producers said I should do, which is <laughs> explore other possibilities and see what's out there. It's the first few days, you know? And I think, I don't know. I feel like she got set up a little bit where it's like, you know, now everyone's, pissed that she's playing these two guys it's like have you seen the show this is she's doing exactly what she's supposed to do you know yeah. i know it, it it is i mean it i will say it hit me like hard when she revealed that blake had visited oh, her God. in birmingham that was jaw-dropping news well and if you want to talk <laughs> <laughs> um, like talk what <laughs> well 
Oh, I have like a lot of I I also feel like there's a level of entitlement that Blake seems to have over Hannah, too, that I find incredibly annoying. Yes. I don't think yeah, just both, because both you made a grand gesture means that you are entitled to spend or to have her, especially while you're playing the field. Like it confuses mm. me that he's so all in on Hannah and then asked Tasha out on the first date. I also I, just I'll think never understand the reasoning behind it. Yeah, we also had um Sweet, sweet Michael Levin and Alyssa Littman on here last season for Becca season mm. who pointed out and who, they both texted me simultaneously to remind me of this, that they <laughs> uh, they called it first that Blake is unhinged. And mm. I think him going to Birmingham to like kiss and high five her in a mall. Oh, I, I the way she <laughs> related what happened. <laughs> I believe what she said was, and I wrote mm-hmm. it down because I was I was just <laughs> astonished. He flew to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. We talked. <laughs> we kissed. I went home. <laughs> Where did they go? Where what did they the meet up? Fuck? <laughs> did you meet like on the side of a road? Like, what are you talking about? Did, yeah, did you have a confirmed? It was a mall. <laughs> no, I. Just... <laughs> did you have a meal together? Did you? I mean. It was such a strange. I wonder if she like you know how airports are kind of transforming themselves to be like places to hang out. Maybe he she yeah. just met him at the airport. I've never been to Birmingham's airport. I don't know how close she lives to the Birmingham a- airport. I I don't think that Hannah has put yeah. forth any effort. She climbed back into the wood notch <laughs> that she the tree wood notch she sleeps in <laughs> with the sugar packet pillow. And then she went in. <laughs> I went home. I, I went like, back to my oak tree. Back to my tree. Guys, yeah. is there any way that they did not fuck on this trip? No. no. Of course they fucked. <laughs> of course. Which is they fine. They just met at a hotel. It, it is total. All, I, I really believe that all of what everyone did is totally fine. Who they hooked up with, who they messaged on Instagram, who they whatever fucking flew to see. Yeah. All of it is fine. But it's how they are keeping everything like weird secrets and not sharing it with people and acting like, oh, yeah, hey Caitlin, haven't seen you there. Like what like (laughs) like, oh so crazy. Wait, we're both here. Like, you know, those those are the things that I are not Fine. Well, I, I it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but that does it's not gonna stop me from saying it yeah, on a podcast. Say it. Um <laughs> we love conjecture here. <laughs> we do not fact check. Everything you say is oh, real. God, it's a dream. It's a dream. <laughs> um I would guess that in past seasons, you know, before um before social media got really prevalent. I would guess that they told contestants to, you know, try not to reveal things on social media, try not to, you know, like whatever they do off the show, keep that off the show and, and, you know, leave all the drama for, for, you know, on screen and within the bachelor. And now I think they're kind of like, you know what? Fuck that. It's a little more interesting to get to see their messy out of show lives collide with the stuff we see on the show. So I do think there has been this, this kind of, pullback of like I don't know you guys want to hang out outside the show and then talk about it on Par- in paradise great let's do there's it there's definitely like a bachelor nation phone list you know like in elementary school you get everyone's like address phone number definitely. and email well stagecoach I mean oh yeah wow Smart goes down you know what I'm going next year seriously <laughs> if this is the kind of stuff I'm going to see I'm going yeah I just want to be a spectator in, at a zoo watching the elephants 
go nuts on I think, each other. I think you can insinuate yourself in the group. <laughs> yeah. I no, think I you... have no problem going up. Yeah, to Sarah's going to be fine. <laughs> I chased down, what's her name in a CVS? <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> um, yes, uh, you, you've described it to me before as a multimedia experience. That's what it's become. Mm-hmm. You have wow. to, you're, you're looking, you know, cause last week when they released the, te- when he released the text, Oh, he mm. released it and then deleted the texts. Mm. But look, whatever we want to say about Blake in general, I think sending those texts out was the slimiest thing. Okay. So gross. So I do agree. And, and Rachel Lindsay said this last week perfectly. She did a little hashtag Rachel's rant and she was like, Blake, you said you deleted the text because people were attacking Kaylin. What did you think was going to yeah. happen? Um, I totally agree. He should not have released that. Well, it's There's, just nobody should be held responsible for their, you know. I Yeah. The, their, it was, their, the text message they send to somebody they're hooking up with at, you know, 4 a.m. I mean, you, they shouldn't get that thrown, you know, in public. It's just, it's, I don't know. If I'm getting, my, the, my face is hot just thinking about it. Like anybody in there, like you could cherry pick anybody in the universe and we all have those texts. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. And it is so vulnerable and so embarrassing. And you're already waking up the next morning being like, no. Yeah. Yeah. You're embarrassed that one person saw them, you know? And I just, I thought it was so classless that he he sent those out. There's what, there's one insight. And and, this is not me agreeing or saying that it's like the right, that it was the right thing to do. Just, uh, Caitlin Bristow and, um, Jason Tartrick are like, are like Blake's best friends. Mm. And so they came on to speak about this and, and they weren't like precious about Blake. Like Caitlin was like, yeah, Blake's being an idiot, like, you know, but they did um, uh, kind of allude to the fact that people were messaging Blake uh, that the sex between him and Caitlin was not consensual. Mm, mm. And so as we've seen, Blake is unhinged. I mean, he's, uh, he needs, there's like a there's some mental anxiety stuff going on there so i'm sure like what happened was he was reading these messages and he had to immediately prove to the world that that was not true obviously that those accusations were not made super public but i think that that's what pushed him over the edge yeah not that it was the right thing to do yeah i mean i I don't yeah i mean and and just to i think he seems like a like a decent guy and i i don't think that one thing needs to define him as like a you know he's like a bad person or something and it must be so overwhelming you know you come off these shows and all kinds of people are sliding into your dms did i say that right nobody ever slides yeah into you're my killing DMs. it you did say it Great. right um i don't really even know what that means i don't <laughs> uh but direct message. um uh and it must just be it, it must be incredibly overwhelming you sure. know and um uh yeah i think yeah you would feel the need to defend yourself i, I guess but that's that's a tough one. That was, oh, a, that yeah. was a hard pill to swallow. And it, I would, yeah. I, and I, I guess I keep going back. I'm like, why would you have sex with four different women and then go on to a stranded island where they're all going to be, where they can all corroborate timelines, um, and will inevitably be pissed at you? I think that, but I yeah. think it's arrogance. I think he thought that he had, um, he had sort of handled all of those mm-hmm. situations. You know, I think he was like, I'm. Things are cool with. Kaylin, things are cool with Christina. Things are cool, and I, I think that it was it was hubris. Mm. He flew too. He flew. He flew too close to the sun. I yeah. keep saying this to everyone. I'm like, he flew too close to the sun. It's time yeah. for him to get burned. But I, <laughs> yeah, I and I think that his like severe anxiety that we're seeing, like watching his chest get tighter, like mm. on TV, I, like I for him, it was like I gotta keep all of these secrets and under wraps, and that will be easier 
than just coming on the show and telling the truth and speaking my truth. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get to him, but like with Dean, like he's, he's, He's open about who he is. Yeah. Actually, why don't we just talk about Dean right now? Because I feel like this is a really good transition. I think that Dean or Blake is the Dean of this paradise. And they did. They did similar shit. Yeah. They hooked up with girls off. Off. uh, Well, everyone's hooking up off camera. You know what I mean? Sure. When they weren't filming and then came back and thought, you know, just kind of like tried to smooth things over. But at least Dean's open about who he is. Well, yes. I don't think that Dean ever positioned himself as the good guy, which I think Blake oftentimes right. tries that was to his, do. That, that was his brand very much so. Even mm-hmm. in even on Becca's season, I mm-hmm. think he mm-hmm. was this sweet, you know. He was the sensitive, sensitive nice guy. Yeah, so, so, and I don't think Dean ever really tried to play that angle. Never. No. Uh, which is why it's easy for me to be a little bit more sympathetic towards Dean versus somebody yeah. like Blake because I think what bothers me personally is when somebody presents a certain way for in order to save their image but actually acts another way whereas I think if Blake had just sort of like embraced where he was in his life I think I would be more on his side yeah yeah he'll probably get there right I mean I mean, I hope. Maybe it took this time for Dean. Although Dean seems a little unhinged to me. <laughs> Still. Van man? I mean. <laughs> I, love, I love him. I, I don't think we can say that it's like, it's all together. I mean, he's on a journey and I'm proud of him. <laughs> I died when Chris Harrison was like, so you're living in a van. Why are you here? I'm like, Chris, he's obviously here because he has run out of money. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty obvious. The same reason you're here, Chris. <laughs> For money, you know, I, I was thinking about it the other the other day, and I especially felt like it would after the um, the last after the final rose. How come nobody ever is like, you know what, Chris? Great season, great job. His work goes totally unappreciated. It's so thankless. His what he does, he just totally unappreciated. Nobody ever says, you know what, Chris? I'm glad you're here, and I think you're doing a really good job. Yeah, he's like not even there when they finally get engaged. It's kind of sad. He just uh, goes, man, gets do we have on the plane and goes home. Connections to ABC where we <laughs> we can get Josh a direct line to Chris Harrison. I just, just I just want to tell, tell him, tell him like, things. Look, buddy, I understand that it's a grind at this point. You've been doing this a long time, you know. <laughs> long time. And um, I can understand. He's been through his own journey. I mean, a divorce. Yeah, I can understand how it might not be you know creatively fulfilling. You might not want to go in and say you know it's your final rose it's your final rose yeah. tonight you might not want to do that but you do he gets every day he goes and he, he does that. it and i i think he's a professional and i appreciate the work he does and i don't think it gets said enough <laughs> wow. it is, so i'm using it this platform is. as <laughs> it is, is like, that why is that why you're here actually mm-hmm, josh mm-hmm. came on with an agenda yeah <laughs> i think it's fair the thing you're right it is it's like the nurses that go in and they change <laughs> your robes and no one ever thanks them well, more than that, he's like a battlefield <laughs> medic, you know? He's like somebody running in with, you know, with like bandages in, in World War II and Covered nobody ever in says blood. anything. Yeah. Because you never know when you're going to need him. So he has to sit through hours of um, people talking about how nice it is to be here with each other. Sure. Just for an emotional grenade to drop mm-hmm. so he can step in and mm-hmm. pick up the pieces of Think that. about the night with the fence jump with Colton. I mean, Chris wow. was just in On the his front lines. trailer. Wow. Yeah, but before, I mean, he was probably yeah. just like enjoying a nice video game, maybe yeah. a cup of tea, and then yeah. they're like, Harrison, get out here. You have to chase someone yeah. in the pitch black, and where were they? I don't even yeah. remember. Thailand? My, I don't know. I think my favorite <laughs> moment of the series so far that I've seen is when 
um, Chad told Chris Harrison <laughs> to go fuck himself. <laughs> For someone who loves Chris Harrison so much. Because I think it really threw into sharp relief what a good guy Chris Harrison is. <laughs> how he it could keep his cool. How he just kept his composure. It's crazy that Chad chose to go after Harrison. That was a mistake. <laughs> That's a mistake. Yeah, you can't come back from that. No, That is no. like America's godfather yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah uh, but well, how, what do we think yeah. what do we is happen with this because i actually do think this is it i i think they're telegraphing on some of these couples the blake hannah dylan situation i i really don't know how it's going to shake out i i think that hannah will give dylan the rose this week and blake will be gone really i it's really annoying or the, or they'll try to get like somebody else to keep like there i don't know it's just like getting annoying that he's like that you, it's all still there like i'm just like done you, Do you know feel like it's a grocery it. store joe kendall leo situation a little bit where it's kind of like wow. they just wanted to make it a little more interesting so the blake thing is you know getting a lot of play but but really if you were to actually see what was going on it would feel like dylan was that's interesting i don't know there it's interesting that you bring up that parallel too because i felt like there was something that kendall like kendall seemed magnetically attracted to leo in a similar way that i feel like hannah's just drawn to blake for some Mm -hmm. inexplicable reason but maybe there is deeper connections that are being formed that we're just not seeing and maybe it's i don't know like a mislead to back to Dylan because right now she seems significantly more into Blake. I think it, yeah. that's the way they're cutting it for sure. Dylan's like kissing her neck and she's just like staring at the ocean. Just dead, just dead <laughs> eyes. Like she just looks like you know, you know she can't. Well, nobody can see me, but I'm doing dead eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's it's for real. He said she. <laughs> Hannah reminds me of like a woman in like a Fast and the Furious movie. That's like not Michelle Rodriguez. Just like no compass. Just sort of like goes with whatever's in front of her. I, Did I say Kendall? I meant to say Hannah. I, I think you said you Hannah. Said Hannah. Oh, I said Hannah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't get the Hannah thing. I, I don't think, I, I don't think she's like a mean girl. I don't think no. she's like a bad no, girl. she's definitely not a mean girl. I just think she's just like there existing. And I don't, I, I know she's hot. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she's very, she's very, very hot. She is. She's very hot. And she's, comp- she's, uh, she's poised you know she's very yes, she yes. has she's you know she's well-spoken and poised and she doesn't you know lose it you know but but the, why would they, you lose it if every single guy was obsessed right with well you? she has no reason to lose it. <laughs> it's a good point <laughs> <laughs> but i like genetically blessed the most personality i've seen out of her is when she goes to jordan and it's like i can't be the girl that dated three guys oh that's like, right she did do that i take know, it back yeah. I, like i uh, that's like, but that's like the most we've gotten out of her. I don't know why everyone's so drunk. Do you feel like, and this is a slight tangent, okay. but do you feel like it's strange that they all maintain the fiction that they live somewhere else than Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> when she's like yeah, talking yeah. about Birmingham, I'm like, you don't live in Birmingham. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? That well, meeting definitely also happened in Los Angeles. Do you think it happened in Los Angeles and then she <laughs> went home to Birmingham? <laughs> <laughs> whole thing is so crazy you know he lives in colorado or wherever and you know we know for a fact she lives out here because sarah had her dress fitting her wedding dress fitting at show me your moomoo no it was my bridesmaids dress your bridesmaids dress fitting yeah and um so my friend had a bridesmaid dress fitting too with with hannah oh oh wait so hannah was there yeah 
Okay, With so Hannah. Hannah was not at ours, but an, uh, a co-worker. I can't <laughs> believe that was a possibility. I know. I'm sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad, bridesmaids. <laughs> but this girl like was good friends with her and she's like yeah we go out and all the guys love hannah like it's no different in real life like yeah. what's happening to her to her in paradise happens to her every day yeah yeah in los angeles in, in la right that <laughs> not was the important in, not part. in Al- not in alabama <laughs> yeah God, I feel like somebody that hot in the middle of Birmingham would just like make the city explode. Like it yeah. wouldn't be able to hold her hotness. Well, that's why she had to come out here. There's no, you know, yes. She there was no other place in the world for her than Ugh. Los Angeles. Yeah. God, she's hot. How do you feel <laughs> <laughs> about Tasha like kind of getting pissed off at her for <sighs> I I don't I actually okay. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I do understand why Tasha could be like pissed off because she feels like they were friends and it's like, ugh, I just wish you had told me about this before I went on the date. I do yes. get it. But she didn't have to bring up like your Dylan drama. Like it's tainted I agree. my she, whole she experience. Diluted, she diluted her point. Yeah. She had she had one one point in there and it was that you could have pulled me aside and said, you know, actually, Blake, can I have a little thing going? And, you know, just keep that in mind as you go on this date. But then she threw all this Dylan stuff in there. And it just didn't make any sense. You're and like, she oh, threw in their past experience on The Bachelor, which I felt was she's like, you know what it's like. They weren't friends. Hannah G and Hannah B were really and Demi were all really close. And Tasha was like on the train of like, they're not ready. <laughs> That's true. She kept kind of hip checking them whenever she had it whenever she had a chance i'm bummed out that taisha is sort of this like annoying morality police in a way that feels arbitrary to me when she is like she's the second hottest person you've ever maybe, maybe like the, the first. first maybe the first when she co- i rewound i think i'm learning that i am fluid by way of the <laughs> bachelor in paradise intro because when she comes out in her leather bikini i'm like Whoa. <laughs> I, I, you, it just, you feel things. I do. It's pretty <laughs> unreal. I yeah. It's a very hot cast yeah, in general. They get hotter every year. They're 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 really hot now. Yeah, they're all really hot. The guys, they're, the girls, everyone's all, really hot. There is no outlier. No, they're like, all no super one. hot. <laughs> I know. Even the ones that we talk about that are quote unquote pathetic. It's like, oh, you'll never make it on this beach. Are still <laughs> yeah. so much better looking yeah, than the rest like, of us. Yeah, you forget about people. And then Katie comes on screen and you're like, Katie's super duper hot. What is she doing <laughs> right. with with four minutes of airtime in a in a twelve hour you know well, extravaganza? She can't stop crying and not being able to speak words. Oh god, oh, that was an interesting moment with her and Wells. <laughs> really, I, I actually stood up off of my couch and yelled at the, the TV. I was like, "Say, say what you're trying to say. <laughs> Just speak." Well, I didn't know where she was going because no, I didn't know either. I thought she like I thought there was a chance she was gonna start making out with them or walk away. I didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I know because she was like, "Wow, that is everything I've ever wanted somebody to say." And then I was like, "What are you saying?" Because it just sort of like devolved into like. It was it, yeah. I mean, it was if I were in Wells's position, I would have been ready for anything at that moment. You <laughs> sure, know, like you there know. was just there's no way to see where that was going until you know until they she actually away. they had to put it into context afterwards like you needed the you know the 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 interviews afterwards to be like 
to make any sense of it. Sits with old man Chris. Like what? <laughs> he's third. He's three years younger than me. By the way, <laughs> let's just um, let's just cool. The it. reason I say it, uh, <laughs> I, I would like to apologize. I would like to apologize. Also, same age the as Jared. The reason I say it is just because he's been on more seasons than Nick Vile. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's seasoned. He's weathered by the franchise. Yeah. He also does not look 32. Like, he looks like he's seen something. Well, yeah. Demi's the one that was like, I feel like every day Chris gets a little bit old, like closer funny. to death. That like, was funny. <laughs> well, she like knows she's saying it's at night. And that's because that, <laughs> that's especially true. Of, speaking of someone in their in their mid 30s, I think at eight, I look like, OK. And then at 11, if I like look in the mirror, I'm like, oh boy. Oh, it's oh, turning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then if, you, if you make it to one, you're just, you know, you look like a corpse. You look like, that you is look like you're dying. That's when people start to be like, do you need water? Do you need, can I help you? <laughs> there is nothing worse than like the looking in the mirror with a night out, like, he like the like every time you go to the bathroom to actually use the bathroom then you just have to like see yourself i know look at yourself in the eyes and be like oh no and it just keeps getting worse and worse you know it's bad (laughs) it is something that i have noticed in my aging state i feel like i walk out and i feel so good about how i look and then i'll just the elements will hit me yeah and then i'll like have to go to the bathroom during work and i'll be like damn it (laughs) i do is it elements or is it age it's life it's life life, i think it's life i do feel like paradise too like like this is a good analogy because they all come on to paradise with like their hair oh, done, it's all been done. Yeah. their manicures their wax their eyelashes and then by the end of the season it's like Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you're like, all a little sandy. Yeah, like the, yeah, like they all look like they've been in Castaway or something. No wonder none of you get engaged on this. Show. You know, I think that it's really cruel almost that they put them on a beach. I mean, it should be on like a, like a like a cool Icelandic. You Aspen. Know, Why not Aspen? Just something like something temperate. You know, like not mm-hmm. not so sweaty. Everyone's just sweating. Sweating. And, I mean, I go down there. I go down to Sayulita and Punamita to surf. Oh, cool. Every year. And I was actually down there um, <gasps> when they were filming this. Oh, my God. Job. Oh, my God. And, Way to bury the lead, and Josh. And I, 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 like, every time I was in Salida, I was like, come on. They got to be on a <laughs> one-on-one. I got to see a date they, here. Oh, the one-on-one. Well, they all go, they go to the same place for well, every date. Well, they go to, Ven- what's it called? San Venez or something? Something Vendez? with a V. It's like v- Venata. Something like that. So that's that. a big resort just outside of um, Puerto Vallarta. But where they're actually staying is just around the point from Sayulita. Um, and they have gone out in Sayulita a few times. I think um. I've, I've noticed places. But anyway, um, it's, it's, it's really, really hot and uncomfortable. And if you... I mean, did you see, like, they're all sleeping on bunk beds with, like, a little fan? Yeah, like... Uh, the makeup, just like watching it bleed off of everyone's face by the end of the day. It's like, oh, this is not a good. I have a take. I think this is why Nicole is doing so well in Paradise. Mm. I think her look just there's some people mm. who are just so hot when they step onto a beach. There was a girl I went to high school with. Oh, that's interesting. And she was so like she was so cute during the year. And then one year I went to go visit her at her short house in Ocean City, New Jersey. And it was like, shout out. <laughs> what up? Dry Island. Um. She was so hot on a beach like she was just tan and blonde and for whatever reason like the beach life uh, only like emboldened her hotness and yeah. I feel like that's what's going it's on. It's like how Nicole. most of us look best at a dim restaurant. Sure. <laughs>
she looks really good on a beach. That's exactly. But do you, I, Nicole to me is significantly more attractive now than she was when she was on Colton's. Season. Yeah. Well, she's also chilled out a bit. Again, for the same reason as Hannah, because everybody's interested. Yeah, Yeah. easy to be chill when everybody's taking you out. (laughs) I think, too, I do think that there is a mania that happens on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, which makes sense. You're with 20 other people. You're all pursuing one person, Mm -hmm. you know. It's a little more wide open in Paradise. I think it's a little more... It's a little bit more like real life. It makes sense why people would be maybe a little bit calmer. The Nicole Mm -hmm. thing, I don't know. I'm I'm not long on on Nicole. I'm not I'm not buying Nicole. I'm buying Demi. Uh-huh. I may be buying Hannah. Not buying well, not buying Nicole. I don't like the important qualities that Nicole sees in a man as being like <laughs> aggressive. Not aggressive. She didn't say like it, She it was, did say aggressive. I think I she should have said assertive. I think she meant assertive. I don't think she meant it in like a like a crazy way. But she's just like, oh, I like Christian because he's just like sexy and he like knows what to do with a woman. And it's like, wait. But Clay yeah, that guy, that guy's is tough. literally an angel sent from heaven up above. Well, and she keeps talking about how she's she's like, it's like I'm the bachelorette. I'm like, oh, yeah, Cole, I know. you need to chill. Yeah, like. Take a step She's off like, your high horse. Yes. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I never had a one-on-one date. Now I get three. You Has know? anyone ever been on three one-on-one dates? <laughs> it's like, oh god, yeah. God, Nicole, you're not the first one. And here, Hannah did it at one o'clock today. You're on a reality show. You haven't been elected <laughs> to anything. You don't have a real job. You know, like, come on, put it in perspective. She's a writer of something. Uh, we she don't said know what. That. Something? She said she's a writer in Miami. The booming Miami writing industry. What is she a writer of? <laughs> Maybe local politics, local news. I don't know. But she Maybe some ad copy for like an office furniture copy. store. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> she, uh, she, I think the most annoying thing about her is like, unfortunately, we haven't we haven't seen the footage for next week. But you know, when those guys are fighting over her, she's smiling her ass off. Oh, gosh. yes, she's living for it. She's gonna be like, Clay, get in there. What she are you even, doing? Just she sitting on her. It, she said it beforehand. She's like, it's like they're fighting over. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, and Sydney was just like, mm, okay, uh, well. Sydney, yeah. Sydney's like, ugh. <laughs> okay. Gross. I'm going to go get another wine and Red Bull. <laughs> God. Is that what they're drinking? I think so. Oh, God. Yeah. I think I And think then she's so. going to do some more splits. Um, I, uh, I liked when uh, Clay was trying out his tight five. Uh, when he was like alluding, oh, did you guys not? Did you guys miss when Clay was a comedian? Yeah, his when he, five. He was trying to, he was trying to um, prove that he wasn't upset that Jordan was taking her out on the date. Oh right, he was doing his bits. So yeah. he was doing. His For those bits. who don't know, a tight five is like your perfect five minutes of stand-up comedy. Yeah, you know it's gonna get laughs. But he was doing the same beat every single time, so the diminishing like it started off with like a big laugh, and then it just kept getting diminishing returns because he would be like. <laughs> How can I get mad that Jordan's taking her out on a date? It's like if I were to get mad at somebody for tackling me in football. It's like, hey, bro, why'd you tackle me? <laughs> yeah. And then they laughed, and he's like, or it's like in basketball when somebody blocks your shot, and they're like, hey, bro, why did you block my shot? <laughs> and then it just kept going, and it's like, <laughs> it's like if a crossing guard tells you not to cross the street. It's like, okay, yeah. Clay, L-O. it's played out. <laughs> yeah. You need you need to find a different formula. I mean, we need to find a new area. <laughs> Is what we would say in the comedy writing room. Is you're 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 in a barrel. You're in your just one area. 
It was a lateral move. Yes, he was. Yes, he was pitching alts. They were. They were. They were alts. It was a lateral move, but you know, that would not have flown on a tape night. No, no, no. You'd have been like, uh, and you got to do better than that. We're not, we're not running that into an actor. <laughs> um, Christian is kind of hot, right? I do barely remember him from Becca's season. He's like not my type i guess and i'm just i'm repulsed by everything about him <laughs> i i i he didn't walk on the beach and i was not like ooh, sexy man no. i'm with jordan when jordan <laughs> said go, he said go buy a pair of espadrilles i think i think they bleeped out you fucking fuck <laughs> i'm not positive i hope it was fucking fuck <laughs> go buy a pair of espadrilles what no. are espadrilles I, I they're like those um I don't know. They look like kind of like Tom's. Like they're like little, you know, foot, yeah. foot socks. He's like, sort of. yeah, yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, that's a brand. With your, like okay. socks and your sneakers on the beach. <laughs> yeah, he was so upset about the sneakers. He says, go buy a pair of espadrilles. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Jordan goes for Jordan goes for interesting. What he thinks? What would be the jugular for him? But uh, just like a weird yeah. observation <laughs> for everybody else. Well, and then when Demi was like, you know, I remember watching you and being like. God, fuck that guy. And his reaction was, I get that. <laughs> I know. He's like, yeah, 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 I get that. I'm so happy we can be here now, though. He is such, such a perfect a, response. Yeah, I get that. Such a weird guy. I've truly never, like, I, there's no one on earth I feel like I can compare him to. He needs to have, like, a late night show or something. You know, yeah. I feel like he's, he's like our Carson or something. He's yeah. really, Carson. he really is. He's a, he's a, he's a first class he's a first class weirdo and I really okay. I, I I think watching him date I don't find it be pleasant but mm-hmm. I would watch him yeah. doing something else yeah I don't like him trying to date people I don't particularly like how he talks about like girls in general yeah, yeah. but yeah I know he he would I would love to see him just like roasting people's outfits on Hollywood Boulevard yeah. Like, that would be fun for me. Yeah, or she's just, like, be a part of the Comedy Central roasts every year. Yes, he's just, he can roast. I, to me, Jordan feels so asexual. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. just kind of there for a good time. Yeah. yeah. I know he technically fell in love last year, but nothing about him, he is not a sexual person. Do you think he's going to go next week? I mean, he tackled that guy pretty hard. Yeah, I, I think anytime you're going to get into a fight, especially if it, you're initiating it, hmm. you, they got to send you home. Did he initiate it though? I don't know. No. I don't know. It was kind of a scuffle. He took. To, he was like, "I'm just gonna go get the pinata." I mean, he did. <laughs> he did grab the pinata. He but- grabbed the pinata, and then, and then Christian was like trying to keep it there. He's like, "Yo, man, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And then. I, I don't know who did, took the first blow. So I think what happened was he thought it was a funny bit, which it totally yeah, was. Because it was kind of like the it, the the, the, like the stuffed, stuffed animal. animal. Yeah, yeah, it was. A, it was funny. Another lateral move, uh, but also a fun one. <laughs> um, Listen, he knows what works <laughs> yeah. for him, right? And he did it. It was far enough apart that's where a the year callback. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I think what ended up happening when he took it off and he saw that Christian was getting actually upset, I don't think he was anticipating it escalating. Well, I think, the there was a, I think there was a carabiner situation. <laughs> I think he thought that it would be easier to unclasp <laughs> than it was. I really he thought think, it was going to be straight up just like he did with the stuffed animal. Rip it off, throw it in the ocean, and then, good night. And then you see him. And, <laughs> Back and actually, I, for me, it was all happening in slow motion because when I saw, and they really, they set it up just beautifully mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. showed they, a great job. Mm-hmm. they showed christian clasping the thing <laughs> onto the loop 
and you're like, why are they showing him do that? And then later, when he when when Jordan runs over and he struggles to unclasp the thing, you're like, that's why they showed us. God, these geniuses. Oh God. And it probably would have just worked for Jordan if he had just come up and grabbed the pinata and just yanked mm-hmm. really hard. He went for the carabiner but instead, and it was a huge mistake. Instead, he's like, let me just unscrew whatever's going on. It took a lit and for that reason exactly. alone. They came to blows. If it was more of efficient, a pinata thing to take off. If he had just ripped it, just and ripped, ripped it. it. Should have been a rip and run. <laughs> Alex just a- ripped a pinata I had hanging. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but I think what ended up happening was then it escalated to a place where no one expected it to be. And I think Jordan was trying to get him off of him, but he, he threw actually him. threw him. That's the last frame of the shot is him throwing him onto the ground. Well, but at that point, he was under attack. Sure. Of course. You know, and I mean, and what they teased, <laughs> what they teased was Christian running after him. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a strong, based on, guys, based on what I've seen, sure, I sure. think that, I mm-hmm. think that Jordan has a strong case for uh, staying and Christian is sort of, the, wow. he took it to the next level. I like Jordan so. on the show. I'm worried about, I, A, I'm worried that there's no girl there that yeah. currently wants to date him and they're about to have a rose ceremony. Yeah. Um, Jordan, I don't even think was in Monday night's episode. <laughs> no. Could they make him a like, co-bartender with Wells? That's where he belongs. He behind yeah, he belongs behind, he the behind the bar. He is there for commentary. I don't want to watch him date. Honestly, it kind of makes me sad. I just don't think he's there. Uh, that's not where he's at in his life right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know what? Who else makes me kind of sad? Um, and it's really interesting. Like, because I'm looking at like the list of everyone that we want to talk about and all the couples and Cam is not on it because no one ever remembers mm. Cam. <laughs> he doesn't make me sad. He scares the shit out of me. Yeah. You are, guys, I felt sad when he was like, all I want is a family. He's hugging to do, a salamander. To do what hard. with Cam? <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wants to go picnicking or something. <laughs> just... Yeah, if he if you found out that he had a couple of bodies buried in his backyard, I wouldn't be totally surprised. No. no. He was laying down right next to basically touching Christina's feet. Christina and Jordan and Christina was like, they're coupled, they're coupled. Jordan, I guess it's just you and me. And he was like, and me. And she was like, oh yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> he is touching It was an incredible moment. He's an invisible person. And she didn't even she didn't even go out of her way to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Cam. She was just like, she was like oh, well, that's yeah. you. <laughs> I did forget. Yep. You brought it on yourself. It's your personality. <laughs> it's just kind of the way that you are. <laughs> I actually, I have a, an important thought experiment. Ooh. It's the end of the world. You have to procreate with either Luke P or Cam. What do you do? I think I pick Cam. I really think I pick Cam because I like his raps. Right. And I don't feel like Cam would be telling me I'm a bad person while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, though, that for me, the surprise of this season, we haven't gotten to her at all, has been Kaylin. Mm. In that yeah. I kind of expected her to be the Hannah of, of you know, I expected her to occupy the space that Hannah that Hannah G is occupying. Oh, which oh, is, oh, 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 oh. Which oh. is to say I thought that she'd be like, you know, fending them off and and totally in control and, you know, a hot commodity. And I think she is to a certain extent, but she's been also uh, wobbly. I think you know? she 
thought she was going to be that. And that's why she agreed to like whatever, keeping her and Blake a secret for right. whatever. I guess it was only 24 hours, but they made it seem like a week. Um, and she thought she was just going to play it cool, but she didn't. She couldn't. She processed all of her emotions on that beach and she totally lost it. And what do we think? I mean, I'm sure you guys have covered this in the past, but when she says we were talking for a few months. She means that in the way that kids mean talking, right? Which means we were dating for a few months. I, I genuinely don't know. Alex seems to have a better grasp on it, but I am truthfully confused by like timelines and what exactly went down between Blake and Christina. I would imagine. Blake and I would imagine. I think they were sending sexts probably back and forth to okay. one another. That's what talking huh? means. I think in this world that's what it means, and okay. I think that they were probably FaceTiming, and I think he probably was leading her. But on. They, they it did couldn't have been that the interested. first time they ever met with Stagecoach. Yeah. That just can't no, be right. I think right. they had to. I mean, they look. I think they're probably doing some weird stuff on FaceTime, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like they were dating. She right? is also like she is like best friends with Cassie, and Cassie and Colton, Caitlin Bristow, Jason. Um, and Blake all like hang out together a lot. So you have to imagine she's been like involved in that group that like stagecoach was definitely not the first time she met Blake. I it will say can't be. I saw her in the world. What? I did. Hermosa Beach. <sighs> I saw her at Soho House. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Of <laughs> course you did. I, what was it like? Where? Who was she talking it to? Was, what was she it wearing? was incredible. Okay. Um, she... Well, first of all, is tiny. Oh, oh shocker. <laughs> well, she looks tall, doesn't she? Does she not give a tall vibe? I mean, I think no. she looks normal-sized on the show, but in real life, no. Minuscule. And if you if you think, if Kaylin looks normal-sized, Hannah, I mean, mm. I don't think you can even see Hannah. I mean, Hannah's just, she's like cats in the new movie Cats, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a three-quarter. They're like ants. Like a three-quarter size <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't recognize anybody, anybody that she was with. Interesting. Um, but we were walking down. I was with a friend, and we were walking down a hall, and we were behind a group of people. And then those people turned around because I guess we were all walking to this one room, and then it turned out that room was closed. And so they turned around and started walking back towards us, and they were like, oh, it's closed. And I realized that it was Kaylin. Oh, my God. Wow. So she said something to you. We, t- we chatted for a second. <gasps> we exchanged a few a few words. Um, How was the chemistry? I mean, I was a little surprised she didn't, even though she didn't know my name, I was a little surprised that she didn't find me on Instagram afterwards sure. <laughs> because I felt like, oh, really this, is, this is, this is, No, know, that's fair. You probably is. could have found her on it. You could have grammed her. I just felt like, you well, know. Well, he doesn't know what DMs are. Sure, I forgot. Yeah, I, and I felt like, you know, I don't know, I was so confident that she would seek me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, but she, uh, she seemed she seemed nice, and and she was the people she was with. I didn't recognize as bachelor people, and uh, were the only words. Oh, it's closed. Thank well, there you. was that, but oh. then and then there, but then there was like we all we all kind of drifted into the lobby <gasps> together, and then there was like maybe two or three sentences that were exchanged. I do not remember what they. Oh, were. Oh, but it was just you didn't it write was them like, down. It was like group talk, kind of. It was yeah. like it was like a couple. I think there was a couple bits about how that. The was room closed. was closed. The room was closed. Uh, it's <laughs> kind of like when you get tackled. Guys, it and was you're a, like, hey, man. It was a good area. <laughs> and we riffed on it. 
yeah, yeah, it was a solid area. And, wow, uh, that is a really significant. Yeah, I mean, look, nothing compares with Will Roth's. Um, oh sure. Oh, uh, you guys, yeah. Encounter for for longtime listeners, you guys know that Will lined up behind a bunch of thirteen year old girls uh, to say hi to Colton yeah. at a ice cream slash coffee shop deck area and he in said Los he, he said he felt like a side of meat like just mm. solid like a rock oh god yeah. and yeah the most the fun part about that was that the person who took it took a live picture so we have like a little bit of like a, a little wiggle mm, he goes little wiggle work as he's putting his arm around him <laughs> hey man really enjoying your season and colton goes oh thanks the chemistry was palpable. I actually, I should check in on Will and see if Colton found him on Instagram yeah, afterwards. Right. He, he may have. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other like lingering couples that we want to talk about? JPJ and maybe Tasha. I'm kind of good with them. I'm happy about Alex. Well, I know you loved his poem. Sorry, oh, oh, his his poem. His surfer, his <laughs> surfer bro. Um, sonnet, Shakespeare sonnet. Please do your impression if you will. Oh, I'll try my best. Uh, what light? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What's what's the line again? Uh, now that I'm dawn's now, beyond your window, whatever. Well, no, no one look at her. No one in your cars look at her. Uh, <laughs> what well, light beyond this window breaks? <laughs> it, is the, it is the east. <laughs> and I, Tasha, you, Tasha, are the ones. No pause in between. He was just like, well, I'm done my poem now. We kissed. <laughs> well, it, was, now we it was, and that was another scenario where he's doing this and I'm, I'm like, is she going to kiss him? Is she going to look, oh, she was is she going to look down the barrel of the camera and like mouth? Fuck wah, you. Wah. Is, you know what? What's going to happen? And then they start making out and I'm like, I've been doing dating wrong. <laughs> is this, that's what works. All right. I guess when you're lonely on a beach yeah. and everyone else is taken, I feel like there's a very specific context for surfer bro Shakespeare. Yeah, that was funny when she was talking to, um, was it Sydney and maybe Kaylin? And she was like, I'm kind of feeling JPJ. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sydney just has to like listen to all this nonsense going on. She's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Mike and Sydney, we can work with that. Sure. That's Mike a- is here to audition for The Bachelor. But too bad because it already went to Derek. Guys, I got I to gotta be honest. I No, too boring. I'm not a fan of Mike. Yeah. Neither am I. I he mean, can't be he, our Bachelor. He seems like a nice, a right. nice I'm guy. I'm a fan sure. of him existing in society, but to, I, he can't be my Bachelor. You think it's okay for him to exist in the world? I think I can okay that. You can yes. abide him existing. That's good. Yeah, he's so boring. And I also don't, if I'm being honest, if I'm going to honest or honest, I don't buy how into Kaylin he was on his date. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so nervous. I don't even buy how I, I, I got to be honest. I don't, I don't buy any of it. I, wow. I just, I, I find, it, I find it? it all to be a little bit, um, you know, it, it's like he's, you know, he, he's, he's being very nice and gentlemanly and, and kind, but I, I need more real from him, you know? I need a little bit more um, grist in there. You know, there's sure. no handholds with Mike. You know? Show me the mess. Loose give me it something. up. Let your hair yeah, exactly. down. I need to see a little bit of the human, you know, if you want to be the bachelor. Because mm. Derek, he's right now, he is, he's got my heart. He's in the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see Mike get like really drunk and like weird and like dance his face off yeah. and like do something funny and silly and like 
I don't know, make out with Cam or something crazy like Ugh, that. I want to see him yell at somebody. <gasps> you want to see him yell? I want to see him like yell at a woman. You wanted- <laughs> oh, oh my God. How interesting. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. A turn uh, I was not expecting. Never mind, I take it back. I want to see him <laughs> drag them by their <laughs> throw them into the ocean. Okay, I regret starting this bit fully. <laughs> I go back. I hate that. Um, I just want to see him like kind of be an asshole like I want my like Reese Witherspoon gets a DUI moment with yes. him oh yes. yeah, okay fair. that's all just a little bit of just humanness a little DUI. just one small DUI <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all I want. no one gets hurt no <laughs> one gets hurt maybe like a bike DUI oh a CUI Ooh. yeah that'd be fun he like mm. like runs into like a mailbox yeah. yeah yeah something fun like that that's what I need mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe then if and only if I can consider him to be one of my bachelor candidates okay he has, okay. Derek has a far lead. Thank you guys, both of you, for bringing this to my I, consciousness. Well, it really, like, as, Josh, as soon as you were talking, you were like, they're grooming him for something. I was like, oh, my God, they're grooming him for The Bachelor. Because they, they don't have strong candidates from Hannah's season. Tyler C. was their strongest. It's clear that's, that's, that's done. That's Gigi Hadid, baby. Pack so up your bags, ladies. They don't really have anyone strong. Peter? I mean, it's got, I mean, yeah. Peter? I guess? Peter when he I, I when he um when he on his hometown when he was like picked her up in his black Mercedes I was like oh Peter mm. oh no mm, no I it really I, I took a hard turn on Peter <laughs> yeah didn't he call it his baby if I'm he did he's like him. here's my baby I'm like oh mm. oh no Mm-mm. I don't get the car thing yeah I don't have I don't have that that's not my thing I don't I, yeah, no, yeah, you don't. Does it no. get you from point A to point B? Right. Is your check engine light not on? We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I think Peter I think Peter would be a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. I'm hoping for Derek. I'm hoping for Derek. Yeah. Fingers crossed, that's, man. That's the, that is the train that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. I am a little bummed because I do trust JPJ, and I don't like the fact that he says in a preview that Derek takes advantage of women. Okay. Whoa. I think JPJ, I, I like him. But I do think he's like a little crazy, and I do think that he'll probably like sp- kind of um, speak what he feels, not very thoughtfully. Like I think he'll just probably like come out with it like immediately. Like so, he probably doesn't take advantage of women, right? I just can't believe. Well, Tasha says point. he's JPJ's very intellectual, mm, which true. I have well, not seen knows, evidence of. He knows Shakespeare, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of knows it. <laughs> Yeah, who do you think gave him the poem? You, here, Some here, diabolical producer. <laughs> these monsters. These genius monsters. Here's what them. I imagine happens between Derek and JPJ. JPJ gets kind of drunk. Gets uh, He probably does feel insecure about something. Derek points out an insecurity. He gets really mad. Later that night, he apologizes to Derek, and they're all fine. Yeah. That's how I imagine that whole thing goes down. And then Derek's the bachelor. And then Derek becomes our bachelor, and JPJ is just like our fun, weird, crazy guy. Make a movie about it. I'm in. Um, man, this has been so much fun. Where did the time go? I It truly disappeared. I just looked. We've been talking for an hour and a half. That's crazy. <laughs> it feels like three seconds. That's crazy. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for it's being my, it's here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for your candor. Yeah. Your honesty, your heart. My, my incredible Kaylin interaction. That... <laughs> 
is that is that is like that would be our teaser for this episode you know like right. just listen all the way through it's coming yeah yeah wait for it i hope honestly that this journey ends in you and kaylin ending up together yeah that would i, I think it, we're i think we probably will can you <laughs> this is a long con. can you can you let us know because when she reaches out i will yes Okay, because we'll have to have that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Okay, thank you. Uh, In the meantime, everybody, please check out Abby's on Hulu. And um, yeah, Josh, are you on Twitter? No. No. Oh, yeah, I looked you up on Twitter. No, I'm not on on Twitter. I don't think, I think I just, it's too late now. And Mm -hmm. I think that the only acceptable amount of tweets to have are zero or like 10,000. Sure. And if you have... If I had like 50 tweets, how humiliating would that, that be? That is pretty like, embarrassing. I think, I think these 50 things are mm-hmm. so funny. It almost has to be just garbage that you spew constantly. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, well, that's just garbage, you know? But but if I were to be like, here's here's the 12th thing I think is funny. That's so, <laughs> well, it's so embarrassing. I think I have exactly 12 tweets, <laughs> if I'm thinking about it. Ooh, I oh. think I got number 13. <laughs> No, 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 no. So no, I don't have Twitter. Right. And my Instagram is private. So sorry. If you guys want to buy Josh, just go to Soho House in LA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.